Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker, Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sub Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. And on Thursdays, culture. Welcome to Pop Culture Thursdays. Or should I say, Pop Culture Thursdays. Yeah. Because <laughs> ah, this is the Betches Pops. The Betches mm, Pops. This is the Betches Pops Wait, day. literally every Betches Sub host will, after tomorrow, right, have a pet dog. Does Caitlin have a puppy? Oh, she has like a family one that's like mm. is hers. Like she refers okay. to it as my dog and we respect we respect that. Your a family, family can look like anything. Yeah, your 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 childhood dog can definitely be uh, your dog. Millie, I sent you a bunch of shit from Amazon. It should get there tomorrow. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Oh my god. <gasps> wow. Of course, because you know, I've had to learn a lot about how to like my dog like to keep him busy and he can't really have like treats and stuff, so we've learned mm. some tricks. So I sent you like these mats that I use and the baby food that I freeze on it and it keeps them busy. <laughs> oh my God. I need, yeah, I appreciate it. And you know what? It is like, I mean, it is like having a baby and it's like no one cares or helps you or like, <laughs> so I appreciate, I appreciate that. No, puppyhood is no joke. No joke. It's very jarring. Well, you know, this is what I, this is what I heard and this is what I stand by. Plants are the new pets. Pets are the new babies. Yes. Babies are the new rare exotic animals. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's anybody who has a kid now, it's like, okay, okay, Tiger King. You want to chill out a little bit? <laughs> How do you yeah, even that's keep unnecessary. That? Right. It just seems unethical at this point. And unethical. How do you even keep that? The maintenance fees must be mm-hmm. crazy. The maintenance fees are insane. You got to get like a special permit. If you don't yeah. do a good job, they take it away. They take mm-hmm. your arm off sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to discuss a few amusing headlines this morning before revisiting the Astro World tragedy. Um, I didn't even realize when I was like pitching this this morning that Travis Scott did go on The Breakfast Club just this morning, right? And uh, gave, I think, the longest interview he's done. And it was it was hard to listen to. I had a hard time listening to all of it. So I listen, we listen to it so you don't have to. So we will detail <laughs> what happened there. <gasps> Were you able to stick with it, Millie? No. No. <laughs> it was the same thing hard over no. and over again. So if you listen to the first 10 minutes, it was just, you know, I'll explain what he repeats over and over again. But it was definitely a frustrating listen. First, we have to talk about the the girl boss on everybody's, on the tip mm-hmm. of everybody's tongue this morning. Shiv. i haven't watched this season of succession yet because i've been saving it to binge oh wow i don't know is it i'm like i don't know i kind of like having a week in between the process oh really (laughs) everything but shiv's making some real cringy girl boss moves with i've heard is a real transition to this next news story Oh, excellent. So Finland's 36-year-old prime minister, her name is Sanna Marin. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. 
She apologized for missing a message that was urging her to quarantine because she was out clubbing and left her work phone at home. Woo, Elder don't millennial, bring your phone to the club. Come don't on. Don't bring your work phone to the club. Also, I work at the Betches Sup, and if somebody needed me, they could. They know my number. Everybody can text yeah. me. Yeah. Right? Did they not have her personal? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you are, having COVID is a personal number issue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I retract my statement. I thought you were talking about Hillary Clinton reading her 2016. No, oh, we didn't get to that. Speech. No, I, I oh, okay. had to look for that, that this morning. That, that, that is that, so. so sorry. That is Shiv level cringe for this yeah. third season of Succession. Shiv level cringe. This. Finland, honestly, go off. Leave your yeah. leave your work phone at the club. Europe is, to, you know, way worse at colonizing. Blah blah blah. They <laughs> treat immigrants terribly. They're really great and really progressive with work boundaries. Yes. Um, there and it's something to aspire to. They Precisely. have great vacation time. Um, and yeah, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say, go off. Go off. I exactly. Do, and I- I do want to say, in our Finnish queen's defense, is that she is double jabbed and she had come in contact with someone who had tested positive, but she thought that based on Finland's rules, because she's double jabbed, it was cool, but because the Finnish government does say, like, oh, if you've come into contact, you should probably choose to quarantine, but you don't have to. Right. Right. They were like, her work was like, hey, you actually probably should quarantine Da da da. So it's not, she didn't break any rules. And actually, I think it's important for her to show the wide range of options that are available to Finnish people who are (laughs) vaccinated. Precisely. She could have come out of this and been like, yeah, bitches, I can do this. Also, it's like, we get mad at our politicians for doing shit like this because our politicians suck and they don't do anything for us. Listen, if my homegirl has given me like a year of, a year to have to bond with my baby. They're doing shit about climate change. I'm getting like, I, I get unemployment for a year if I need it. I don't care if my prime minister yeah, leave your phone. went out. Double- and like you said, she didn't break any rules. I guess she didn't have her phone. But I mean, I'm not saying there were a few, you know, like, oh, my God, can you believe people on the left? But like you said, Elise, like, I could not tell you right now. And I know this is bad. And I'm not a prime minister, but I couldn't tell you right now, and I intentionally didn't look it up, like what I what the protocol would be if I tested positive right now. I, I don't know at this point. We've been doing this for so long; it changes all the or time. Or if someone I would you look met it up. tested positive, right? I would look it up, and so basically that's how she apologized. She was like, "I'm very sorry for not understanding that I needed to do that. I did wrong. I should have considered the situation more carefully." Just kind of like I didn't know. I'm the prime minister. I should have known. But she took two tests. It came back negative. Um, I just love that this this. I mean, yeah, work life balance. Really? Yeah. For Sorry for partying. Sorry for partying. Sorry for partying. Do you want to pronounce the Finnish translation? Do you want to take a take a stab at it? Look, I looked that up. It is written in today's Betcha Sub newsletter. I Google translated sorry for partying into Finnish, and it's going to be a hard pass on me trying I, to... I can't... I, uh, the hate mail you're going to get for... I don't even uh, have a basic ground... I've heard that Finnish is actually, I think maybe it's just for English speakers, native English speakers, is the hardest language to learn. Like, it's so hard. Looks correct to me. Yeah. (laughs) I love this because, yeah, right? I love this because this is literally the polar opposite of the Finnish prime minister character on Veep. Yes, She's like uh, very cold and stuck up and sort of like strange and antisocial. Yeah. And this is just, this would have been a much, 
I would have loved to see uh, Selena Meyer with this Finnish prime minister. For yeah, if if we got a Veep reboot, it would be very funny to see Selena with the party prime minister because the Finnish prime minister is such a... It's one of my favorite characters on so any funny. show ever is Minna, the prime Minna. minister from, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> from Veep, who like oh. takes everything literally and is always like, but Selena, no. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's so perfect. good. Anyway, if you haven't seen <sighs> Veep, you should watch Veep and also the Finnish prime minister is a character in it and it's so funny. Yeah. Good for you, Sana. If I ever come to Finland, I hope to run into you in a Helsinki yeah, I club. Know, I hope to throw it you down. On the dance floor, girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? Get her personal number is the moral of the story. Right. Moral of the yeah. story. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners. I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you are searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone on any occasion. Now it's easier to find gifts made by independent sellers for all of the people in your life, like the pickleballers, I know plenty of those, the jazz fan, the artist, the pasta lover, whatever niche interest they have, you can find an incredible gift on Etsy. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there is something for everyone. There is so much pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas specifically for my dad, but my dad loves flying, he loves airplanes, he loves aviation, and he never gets sick of a cute little gift that has a reference to that. And the inventory for that on Etsy is incredible. I hope my dad lives for 200 years because I can get him a birthday present related to aviation or planes from Etsy for every single one of them, if not hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Also on our minds today is the tragedy of the Fox News Christmas tree. Yesterday, somebody torched the Christmas tree outside of the Fox News building on 6th Avenue. The suspect is described as an unhoused person with, quote, a lengthy rap sheet who was known to police. I'm sorry, I quoted that from page six. They always win SEO. I try not to use page six of the New York Post, but it's always right there. And the headlines are always right there. And apparently, I read in the Betches Stuff newsletter, a much better source, that this gentleman first tried to torch the Rockefeller Christmas tree. And then was like... And that's where I have a problem with what he's up to. Because the Rockefeller tree hasn't done anything to anybody. That's just fun. That's a real People tree, go too. There with their is the family. Fox News it's a real? It's apparently, okay, so I Googled it. I don't know if it's 100% metal, but it definitely <gasps> is like a metal structure because he scaled the metal structure and yes. filled it with newspapers to light it on fire. Yeah, so the Rockefeller Christmas tree is actually, like every year they find like a big ass tree in America yeah. and they ship it. So, you know, I know that because somebody in here was a tour guide, um, <laughs> was a holiday <laughs> tour guide in English and in Espanol. Um, but, oh my gosh. Yeah, Love it. I know one of my many jobs. No, but yeah, like also that was also like when it burned, it was just, you saw like metal casings. And it's just right. like, yeah. whoa, okay, y'all. 
Oh, this could man. have been There's an electrical just, fire. Totally. The symbolism <laughs> was just too rife. I mean, using newspapers to show the end of knowledge, burning down a metal tree, nothing's what it seems. Yeah. Just this person does this a lot. Um, they're mental, they have some mental health issues. They are a drug user, their family says. He allegedly also just last week exposed himself to a group of reporters outside of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial in Manhattan. So a lot of, he's shown up huh. in a lot of our in a lot of our stories well, this he's, week. He's, I, I, it's interesting because when I... Okay, so I heard that the fact... Number one, first I heard the Fox News Christmas tree caught on fire. And I was like, well, that's just funny. Right. Yeah. Um, just funny. No Strictly one funny. They're just spontaneously comedy. caused on fire. That's funny. Then I was like, someone set it on fire. And I was like, oh, God, we can't be setting the Fox I know, that was Christmas annoying. tree on fire. Like, that's not good because it's just not good to set large public things on fire. <laughs> but then I but I assumed that it was like directed at Fox News and now to find that he's just ide- ideologically chaotic. This yeah. person has no That's he's, true. Um I mean clearly suffering from a mental health issue, but it's not like he went for the Rockefeller tree. He's doing this stuff outside Ghislaine Maxwell's hearing. Yeah, I do but wonder. I, I feel like it makes me feel better. Sorry, Amanda. It makes me feel better of like now Fox News can't say it's a war on Christmas or anything. It's just right, chaos. Yeah. It maybe it reinvigorates their like New York is chaos. Exactly. Kind of that actually is what they've been saying. East, which well, is I, like, I saw okay, a funny tweet. Yeah, I saw a funny tweet that that said that Fox News was covering this like it was nine eleven. And speaking of anarchist jurisdiction, because of recent bail reform laws, the suspect was released and no need for bail. Uh, after committing arson. I know that sounds crazy. Arson is apparently only a felony if the suspect tries to harm a person or commits a hate crime. Well, and you know what? Guess what? Capital is in people. So <laughs> exactly. we don't care. <laughs> yep. And I mean, you got to think about New York City and how many uh, people light shit up. <laughs> I, I we have not enough people to work here if everybody, yeah. Oh yeah, because every time a trash can is lit on fire or something, right? right? The amount of random stuff I've seen on fire, like <laughs> in, <laughs> and like I'll walk by and be like, well, that's on fire and like just kind of keep going. Um, it's very New York. I honestly, not a lot of stuff happens to the Fox News building. And like, you'd kind of think that there would be protests out there. Or like, I always expect like to see protesters out there or no, I don't know, the, somebody spray painted something on it. Not that I don't think anyone should do that, but I just right. would expect that it would be the target of well, the, more mayhem. And they don't have yeah. anybody really, really protecting it or anything. Like Trump Tower and Trump, all that shit. All of Converse oh, yeah, Circle no. is still completely protected by NYPD standing around. But yeah, nobody's outside. Yeah. When I bike, I bike there in the morning a lot. It's too cold now. But I there's like twice I have seen just families taking pictures and they're like, say hi to grandma. <laughs> it's like it's grandma's um, Fox News. Can I tell you a confession? Mm-hmm. Please. I have a friend who works. I don't know if she still works there. But she's worked there for like she worked there over ten years. I've been in there. Really? Uh, and I it mean, is dark. Really? Um, in the Bill O'Reilly days, I'll say that. Was but, there a vibe? Oh, is there an energy? There's just a dark energy, like Ooh, a dark uh, demonic energy in there. So yeah, it's just yeah. like there's just a presence there. I, you know, it's just it's just darkness. I, that that being said, <clears throat> I can't believe. Yeah, like. You know, we don't want anything to happen, right? 
Right. But I'm surprised that more hasn't happened. Yeah, uh, or just protests. Like, I, you would think that, like, a place like that... You would think there'd be like that, there all the time. Yeah, like, there would at least be a couple people out there all the time being like, boo. So yeah. if anyone wants to get into that, maybe yeah. that's something we could do in 2022. That's something that, you know, <laughs> if I was George Soros... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? After a while, I would just start paying people to... <laughs> It's true. You never really saw that during like the Trump years either. I feel like New Yorkers, it's like the way we are with celebrities is like the way we are with like bad shit too. You're just sort of like, oh, look at that. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Well, you just can. let them live. Yeah. Let There's it, like, the nexus pick- of evil right here yeah. in the city. <laughs> well, it's just also in such an evil part of the city. I'm kidding. No. It, it, well, well, it is like, also in a difficult part of town. I'm yeah, not over there. It's not like it's in a part of town where there's Fox a lot News? of locals. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. There's not like. You know, if it, I feel like if it was in Union <laughs> right. Square, maybe. Right. People you are know, like, Union oh, Square's- I could I could protest Fox News, but then I'd have to go to Midtown. Yeah, then yeah. you'd have to go to Midtown. And then what? And Not then worth what? it. <laughs> what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> Wait in line at the law, guys? Forget about it. Yeah. I'm going to set geez. this tree on fire. Now I'm in fucking yeah. Midtown. I don't I mean- <laughs> Man. I did wonder if, like, maybe this guy had been paid to do it, but then reading more about him, it sounds exactly... I mean, I do think that this Agent is a good fair. metaphor for how people come up, come over to Fox News. It's like, you start over with the NBC, and you're like, fuck, this isn't working. Maybe something happens, you're bored, you put on Fox News, and then suddenly your whole life is on fire. <laughs> your whole life is on fire, and guess Nobody what, talks then you're out of jail you. an hour later. <laughs> yes! Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect, Okay. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same, with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash feverdream. That's homechef.com slash feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash feverdream. You must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Oh, yeah, now we're at our serious story. We're at a funny stories. Here we go. <laughs> I thought we had one more, but we didn't do like, Hillary. Ah, power yeah. down. We didn't do Hillary Clinton today because I just, I haven't even watched in just like that yet. I and can't. I just know I can't handle, like, considering Hillary Clinton's potential victory and also, re- like, re- revisiting Sex in the City at once. I think it's just too much. Elise, are, are either of you two, like, massive Sex in the City obsessives? 
I really like Sex in the City. I have not connected really with and and just like that. The and just yeah. like that of it all has not connected with me because I'm such a Samantha stan that it's uh, hard for mm. me to play that game. I'll probably watch it at some point. And then as far as the Hillary thing goes, I haven't even watched her concession speech. Oh my never god. Wa- I never watched that. So wow. I'm not gonna be watching Were this you either. either. I was there and it was the worst night of my life. <laughs> oh, oh god. A woman they called Florida and a woman next to me at the Javits <gasps> Center fainted onto the ground. Um, oh, and I, you know what? Really I, I think I've said this on the podcast, and I keep needing to send the pitch. But like, I actually do think we could get Hillary Clinton right now because she's promoting her novel. That's how you can usually get big people. Is like, you go to, the, to their political office, and they're like, "No, we're busy." Then you go to their publisher, and it's like, "No, they signed a contract to do yeah. interviews <laughs> to promote that book." I'm getting that person, so we're gonna well, try. I'll get her, and then I'll ask her what she said. Yes, <laughs> I'll ask her how she remembers that night because I had a terrible evening. <laughs> oh man! Now this has to happen. All right. So for our serious story, this morning Travis Scott went on the Breakfast Club to be interviewed by host Charlemagne the God. This is the most, I think, the big. He hasn't done any interviews really. It's been really sparse with what he's said. There's mostly just been headlines. It was about a 50 minute interview. We're gonna go through it. For me, the summary is that he feels terrible. It's clear he, he feels bad, <laughs> but uh, he, he really, he does not take any responsibility for what happened. He has, it sounds to, like he like racks his brain through this interview to like try to figure out what caused the tragedy and just ignores the, the factor that all of them have in common, which is him. Um, it's really crazy. It, it, it's really crazy. I was like audibly gasping and Mike kept asking me what was wrong. Um. So Amanda, yes, you're Travis Scott's publicist, right? Oh, fuck, you're Travis Scott's publicist. Why would you choose for your first interview? Why would you choose of all people in the world that could interview you? Why would you choose Charlemagne from what you saw in this video? Because he was—he's not a journalist, and he asked like. He asked the type of questions that like your mom would ask, like the most sympathetic questions that you can imagine. It was like he was like reverse, like, you know, when you like force confessions, it was like he was trying to force Travis Scott to relinquish responsibility, right. to say something right. Mm. It was it was it was crazy. And I know this. I know Charlemagne the God is not like a journalist. I know. But I, I think that in, in being a, an interviewer is like a point of pride for him. And this was just embarrassing. Well, you know, and if you've been doing it for so long, like <clears throat> he's not like a he probably didn't go to journalism school, but he's had radio and TV experience yeah. for 40 years. But I feel he knew like what he was doing with those questions, which is why they were. Time. Yeah. Like John Stewart <laughs> wasn't years. a journalist and he would go hard on people on The Daily Show. Like you don't like at a certain point when you have Travis Scott sitting in front of you, you got to ask him some pretty tough well and questions. this is the issue that i had throughout was and he does ask some of them but he sort of asks them as throwaways like you know i gotta yeah. ask you do you think uh they'll ever forgive you or stuff like this but what i just <laughs> noticed about travis and now as charlemagne is like where's the anger why aren't you like travis scott repeatedly is like it wasn't me like i had no idea what was going on and we got to figure he says like probably a hundred times we just have to figure out what happened had nothing to do with me had nothing to do with the type of music it had nothing to do with anything to do with me 
And so it's like, well, then if if you're putting it all on the event planning people and the security, where's your anger? I, w- I would be furious. Yeah. And this and Charlemagne isn't furious. Nobody's angry in this. Everybody it, it's like literally a lot of the questions are like, do you think you'll ever emotionally recover from this? What will you do if they don't forgive you? Do you think you'll be able to do Astro World again? And like, <laughs> this is where <laughs> no, Scott gives I a good answer, so. where Scott's sort of like, that's not really what I'm thinking about right now, but no, oof, it's crazy. It's also, yeah. Will it's you just ever like, be able to do Astro World again? I don't yeah. think so, man. No, it was a lot the- of like, right, right. Well, I think it's back to what we're saying of like, you know, I don't think that I don't think that when Travis organized this event or said he wanted to do this event, he wanted ten people to die. Of course, I don't yeah. think he does. Like, and I don't think anyone thinks that. But it's at the same time. It's like, it, and I do feel like though, like we said, you know, and as somebody who goes to a lot of concerts, a lot of them punk, a lot of them rock metal, he does like that atmosphere, but it, you know, a, a Terminal 5 or like a small venue mm-hmm. with a thousand people and and like s- different sections so that people can walk to chiller parts of the venue if they don't yeah. want to be, you know, in that like mosh pit kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, a fucking 50,000 people, like, arena thing is completely different. But he still wants, like, his shows are known for having that environment at that large scale. Mm -hmm. And in that way, like, maybe it's not like it's everything's my fault because that would be really dark and sad, too. But it's just, like... I really have to reflect on or like I should have been paying more attention or I'm going to be working that in the future or like, you know, there's just so many ways that he could have been like, I see the mistakes and I'm going to grow in this tangible way. But it's just, you know, I loved when you were saying in the text, Amanda, of like Charlemagne was giving him dull ball, not even (laughs) softball, but like dull ball questions. And it's just like, I mean, first of all, that's what Charlemagne's known for is like... He's really tough on women and trans mm-hmm. women and people of color. I mean, not well, no, not people of color, but he's really tough on women and queer yeah. people and trans women, but or like people that he feels like status is below him. But to people like Kevin Hart and Travis, like he's gonna because he wants to be in their. He good relates favorite. to them. He yeah. relates to them, so he's like, "Oh, I get it, this and that," and it's just like that's not helpful. And that's not what needs to happen right now. So it's just really right. disappointing. One of the other things we were discussing in our in our pre-show group chat is just like all the many videos that have come out since yeah. then of artists like stopping concerts or like speaking out about things that have happened at their concerts and mm-hmm. like like the ways that different artists can or have taken responsibility for things like Millie you brought up that you know Amy Schumer did a whole like anti-gun violence campaign when there was a shooting at a like at a showing of train wreck and that's not even obviously something she's responsible for in any way you know they there were people comparing it to the Ariana Grande's response after Manchester which again she doesn't hold any responsibility at all for that. So it's obviously a different situation for her to navigate. But, but you know, afterwards, she was devastated and was not yeah. well and was racking her brain for, did I play any role in this? And the, the answer happened to be no, but she asked herself the question. And, and, and I don't even think see, Travis Scott is doing that. You can see the way that she actually did feel personal responsibility in that absolutely. moment. The way that she was in, in Manchester, she was doing concerts, she was raising money. She like 
symbolically left however many seconds on the end of her album to like honor all the people who were like lost in that and again it's different situations but like all we see from travis scott is him being like we have no idea how this happened but it definitely wasn't my fault and there wasn't anything i could have done and it's just when we have multiple videos coming out all the time of like Dave Grohl stopping a concert because he notices a kid is getting kind of squished or Kurt Cobain stopping a concert because he realizes um, he realizes a woman in the audience is getting groped or just uh, so many other things like it's not unheard of for an artist to actually know what's going on in the crowd of his own concert, especially when you literally see an ambulance is being driven into the crowd. It's not yeah. unheard of for people to stop their shows. I mean, I, I saw it happens in rap shows all the time, too. Like, like artists do stop shows that are getting too rowdy and he just didn't do it. Yeah. And they asked him a lot about this in a way I sense was like very orchestrated with the publicist. So Travis Scott, he repeated a lot of what we've heard so far about like the that night specifically, because the beginning of the interview, the, the interviewer is like, take us through what happened. But he doesn't even say take us through what happened. That's like interviewer like 101 is like, let them talk. And that's how you're going to get the meat out of them is by making them think they have to fill the space. Charlemagne's like, tell us about the night. OK, and how was that part not your fault? And um, so it sounds like you couldn't hear, huh? Like he's basically just guiding him through this narrative that exonerates him completely. Travis Scott, like he did no stop the show. Questions. Yeah. No, no, he stopped. He talks about how he stopped the show previously and he did stop the show once. He was like, I stopped it when I heard it. He describes like being up there and he's like, I'm up there and I can't hear anything. I can't see anything. And it's like, well, you stopped it when he's like, but then later he describes how an instance in that show, he did see there was an issue because somebody had passed out and everybody dispersed and mm-hmm. he like stopped and helped take care of it. But then, so I'm like, so can you see in here or can you not? He said he didn't yeah. hear people calling for help. He said none of the producers were telling him anything. He said the only time he heard from the producer was basically a producer told him after the guest, the show's over. Not even stop now. Like after yeah. the guest, well, that's the show a huge is over. problem too. Like with his <clears throat> team, and because someone exactly. should have run on stage and been like, I mean, at least like if you have a team, you should be like, oh, we need to stop him for por- performing for his own fucking reputation, even if you don't care about human lives. So I mean, there's a whole mess of people who are responsible, but the way Travis Scott acts about it is so like. And I mean, not even like okay. Again, the 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 re- it's the reputation thing of like. Yeah, my my team didn't tell me and I fired all of them because yeah. that is terrible. Like, not even something like that, which I mean, people are just trying to do their job. But I, I just remember Cardi B, like, she did a concert and um, she was about to perform mm-hmm. and Offset, like, had cheated on her or something and, like, apologized on stage, like, kind of interrupted the beginning of her performance to bring her flowers and do this whole spectacle and all this stuff. And then Cardi B was like, obviously very frustrated, very pissed. Like, how are you going to interrupt my thing? <laughs> Before she started, she's like, hey, I'm just letting you know, my team, you're all fired. And then she started with <laughs> she's like, everyone who helped him organize this, you're fired. Yeah. No, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. just like... Yeah, some in this house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, yeah, if you're if your team saying after the guest, whatever, then be like, yeah. And then after we had a meeting and I was really disappointed that blah, 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 because right. it is his reputation and someone has to speak for it. But, he, you right. know, like um, he's getting the pants suit out. Like I've heard 10 billion dollars in damages. 
Yeah. Which I don't know. Yeah. But. And and I kept waiting for him in this interview to say, and he said a couple times, you know, like obviously, and and you know, this happened a lot on this season of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I think we've mentioned this Real Housewives like on every sub episode this week. But um, <laughs> like he's like, <clears throat> I can't say that much. I can't take responsibility publicly but it's just it's so clear that he just has no concept of like the gravity like Charlemagne asks again a doughball question like I mean what do you even do to prevent this can you is there anything that can prevent this with this many people and and Travis Scott he he had two ideas one was that um he was like you know people have to scan an armband to get in maybe there's so much tech these days maybe we can also like monitor how they're doing when they're in there that was an idea he had to, I guess, equip, give everybody an Apple Watch and check their heart rate. I mean, and, people didn't right. die from heart attacks. Right. They got trampled. Because the, <laughs> the Apple Watch would be like, you are dying. <laughs> so, right. What is it going to say? Just send a message like people are dead on the ground. I mean, I yeah. listen, I, like, what that's would, not going to that, solve it. That's and not going to help like, at all. First of all, he fucking had to delete tweets that are like, if you don't have tickets, bum rush through security. Yes. Right. So how are they going to fucking scam armbands? And like, again, like that is something that you can take uh, responsibility for. You know what? I thought it would be funny if they bump, but it's not and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it's actually funny because we were talking about like other celebrities. Like Alec Mm -hmm. Baldwin is kind of going through, I would say is probably like the most analogous celebrity situation right right now in that like he was in charge of that film set. He obviously did not mean to hurt anyone. Like, and, like, I don't think, I don't consider him, like, a killer for what yeah. happened. But, like, there's a level of responsibility he's had to take. And, like, the way that he's had to, like, speak after what has happened on that set, I think, is certainly a lot better than what Travis Scott Yeah, and you can tell doing. that Alec Baldwin is furious it's really about what sad. happened. Like, you can tell, I mean, I don't love Alec Baldwin personally, yeah. but, like, you can tell he's definitely really sad that that happened. Like fucked up his life 100%. Right. The thing I okay, so from this interview, I think the the, the overall thing I I got from it was that I think Travis Scott doesn't think he should have had to stop. Like I I he does not recognize this. I I think he's like he never says I should have stopped. Like in retrospect I should have. He's like, "No, with like, you know, they asked him about, you know, well, you're you're known for like encouraging raging in your songs and at your concerts." And he was like, "Well, you know, I've I've been working on that." And he's like, "Well, raging, he kept saying like it doesn't mean to go cause harm. It means to just like go have fun." And asked if he might avoid those themes in his music from now on. He basically this was crazy. He was like, "Well, you know, I do that's not the only genre I do. Like, I do other genres anyway. And he was like, plus, it's not a nighttime party raging thing because the festivals start in the daytime. So just, like, constant deflection, so juvenile, has no concept of the gravity of what happened and that, like, nine people are dead. He just kept repeating, we need to figure out what went wrong and fix that. We need to figure out what went wrong. And I'm like, the, the main causal factor here is is you. Like, this doesn't happen often. No, it like, doesn't. No. People do People rage at other concerts. Large, People yeah. do faint. Things There's happen. But this tour. doesn't happen. Yeah. And like all these like major music festivals. And it's just it's just so disappointing. But it's like these people get so out of touch with reality. Yeah. Like, they're so rich. They're so out of touch. They surround themselves by people who and it's just yeah. it's just too bad because it's like yeah okay whatever some people online you know people online are crazy they're gonna you know say that everything is whatever like there it gets a thin line between like 
cancel culture and people being like, wait, mm-hmm. you but then at the same time, it's like, you have to have some ability. You know, they surround themselves by yet with yes people. And then it's like, you have to have some ability to like, think, look at things critically and be like, okay, what belongs to me and what doesn't? What is yeah. my responsibility and what doesn't? And like, when you just see someone blow through shit like that and it's just like, nine people are dead. And like, it was really hard for me. I listened to an interview of like, one of the mothers who was like, my daughter asked me to go to this concert and I didn't want to let her go. But I said, yes, cause she did good in school and now she's dead. Now I'm yeah. never going to get her back. And then Travis Scott is like, oh, I'm going to do another genre. Fuck mm-hmm. you. And fuck Charlemagne. Right. He could just move like, on to another genre. Like He can just move on dead. to another genre. And Charlemagne's like asking stupid questions about like, oh, um, is your music demonic? It's like, why are you even giving space for that then? You know, because right. that was one of those theories. Right. But it's like, no, we want to know if he feels bad and what he's going to do to fix it. Yeah, and just some, another thing that irritated me about the interview was that I'll also say, I'm going to say about 20% of what he said was I felt sympathetic towards. Mm-hmm. Not Again, he didn't take responsibility, but he had some explanations for things, which is like, of course, some of this was beyond his control. Yes. The point is that when he was able to grasp control of it, he chose not to. And he mm-hmm. kept like encouraging. And what bothered me a lot was that just the whole interview, he just kept asking everybody to pray for these people. And I was like, we shouldn't have to, man. I don't I, don't ask me to pray for these people. You should have done better by them. Like, yeah. and yeah. One, one part that was the last part that I found really telling was I thought this was a good idea he had. He was like, you know, one thing that I think could be better because again, he acts like this is an industry problem, not a Travis Scott problem. So he suggests like building more audience check-ins into the call and response so that he can, but he said the reason he wanted to do this was so that it could be worked into the show in a smoother way. So he doesn't have to like, interrupt his his show he didn't say that but that was the implication and it's like some of the some of the clips that people have shared they are very like there's one that people shared where there was a lost child or something and this this performer she just turns on a dime she's like lights up everybody stops she doesn't give a fuck if it's smooth there's an issue yeah there's an issue thing is like safety of the people at your show is more important than Than your show run of your show and again there are so many videos of really famous artists uh, stopping huge shows to help someone or stop something that's going on in the audience like there are many many instances of this but those are people who care yeah but exactly like it's just very clear that his priority is his show Travis Scott, blah, 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 and not the safety of his people. And like, that is something that fans need to be aware of when you play his music. It's like, this guy does not care if you live or die at his show. He cares about his show. And you know what? Fine. You rehearsed, you're excited to perform. As a performer, I get it. I love performing. I I want my whole show to go smoothly. Invest in the infrastructure to fucking to fucking make sure that everything's safe. You know what? If you want to have a smooth show and it be safe, don't do big stadiums. Do a, a like a, a do Vegas residencies. Like Adele yeah, and all yeah. these people are doing where you pick one place, it's smaller, a little bit more same every day. The same every day and then if there's an issue that it's so scaled and there's so much staff to support that th- there are alternatives to to like just massive chaos, you know? But it's like, yeah, you can't keep 
it's just like these people yeah. have no idea of like compromise or concessions being made or anything and that's what's frustrating you know i think we always talk about this as women as women yeah. of whatever it's just like life is about concessions or like you can't get what you want or you have to like give something up to get something and it's like yeah travis if you want to be able to do fucking concerts at this scale you're gonna have to get lose something and yeah i don't know it's just yeah really frustrating do we think to close this out to bring it back around on a lighter note do we think that the kim kardashian pete davidson relationship has been orchestrated <laughs> by Chris Jenner in order to detract from this. <laughs> I actually think it's more likely that Kim just wants attention because Courtney's getting it. I actually think that's more likely. I think that that is more, I think that what is more likely is that Courtney got a skinny tattoo boyfriend and Kim <laughs> was doing uh, yeah. SNL right around the same time. I think Pete Davidson is smooth as ice. <laughs> I think he slides right into those DMs, yeah. and uh, there we go. Right, slides right in, that's for sure. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know, I feel like, God, to go from Kanye to Pete Davidson, like, she probably just wants someone who, like, makes her laugh and doesn't take himself too I seriously know. and, like, maybe Ask has her decor. Her Ask her questions. <laughs> maybe put something on his walls. Have you seen their house? Have you seen yeah. their house? <laughs> I, yeah. scares me. Darkness. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that she goes from like extreme megalomaniac Kanye West to Pete Davidson, who's very self-deprecating, hates himself, very depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would never run for anything. When those pictures came out of them at Disneyland, I was like, that's probably Stop. the nicest date Kim fun. has had. Oh, I thought they were at Disney. Damn. Okay, whatever. Nuts, Either yeah. way, you know that they were, he was probably like, you want a churro? They walked around. He asked her about herself. She listened when she talked about stuff. When you right. go out with Kanye anywhere, it's like he could turn on a dime, start going. Like, you know, like you never know if like going out with Kanye is going to end with him like freaking out or like doing something crazy. Whereas with Pete, it's like, we'll ride the rides. Yeah. We'll hold our hands. We'll get our novelty photo taken. I'll crack jokes. Yeah. I'll crack jokes. I'll be like, uh, he know, you know, he's got it. He's a smooth guy. Yes. So, yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, it was probably a very fun date. He's probably very chill, um, discreet, and yeah, normal. I'm happy for them. I'm happy yeah. for both of them. I guess uh, I guess they deserve this moment. That is our show for today. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. And I'm Millie Tamaras. And this is the Betcha Sub Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.